Welcome to Modern Day Abigails, a women's outreach of Calvary Chapel Pearland. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So let's listen to God's Word, where everyday lives transform, and where we can become the women God created us to be. Yeah, think about it. Being one flesh, that means you're in sync. Yeah. You're walking the same way. You're talking the same way. You're in sync. When you're in one flesh, you're in sync. Yeah. If you get out of order, then you have this two headless, two headed monster. Yeah. Nobody wants a two headed monster. It never works out in the movies. It's like trying to pretend a sack race. Yeah, exactly. It's not. Have you ever done a three legged race? Have you I, done one? Yeah. It's, I'm not very good at it because I'm so short and most people aren't. Yeah. Well, so when you do it with a kid, me. you just kind of pick up the kid and start uh. walking. I'm not sure if that's cheating or not, but it just works out that way. I say go for it. Anyway, so let's talk about that. So that's what I want to talk about because they did get out of order. That's when sin entered the world with Adam and Eve is when they got out of order. Mm -hmm. And that's why God had an order. He said, don't eat of the tree of the good and evil. You know, the tree tree of good and evil. The tree. Hang on. Did we talk about it in here? It's long. The tree of knowledge of good good and and evil. evil. Thank you. So he told Adam, don't eat it. Stay away. I gave you everything else to eat, but don't eat that. Don't eat that one. This thing. is where our free will comes in. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not made for our decisions aren't made for us. We get to make the decision. So in Genesis three, it says, now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, which the Lord had made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the tr- fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, you will sh- not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat it, of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. All right, we're going to stop right there, kind of break a little bit down. That was because the ending of verse five. Yes. Okay. Because... The enemy likes to take truth and mix in a little lie. Mm-hmm. And like Ray's always said, 99% truth plus 1% lie is still mm-hmm. 100% lie. And the enemy will do that because as we've been learning in our spy novels, <laughs> <laughs> it is better to stay with the truth. And that's what they'll it's teach easier you easier to remember. It's easier to remember the truth. Your cover. Yep. And so you stick to the truth as best you can. You rarely want to lie. So what the enemy does is he just takes the truth. And he mixes in a little lie to get you going. And that's how the enemy works on your mind. When you have that mental warfare against your husband or against a a sibling or maybe against a family member, a parent, what he does is he takes the truth because nobody's perfect and he mixes in a little lie to get you going, to Mm -hmm. get you angry, to get you upset. And then you're trying to fish out the lie. And I'm, I'm meant to having to learn, quit fishing out the lie and just know the truth. Right. Because once you know the truth, the lie will get popped out. So when you were reading this, I was going to tell you to go back and read it and do your like sinister voice. But in reality, you know, because it's the devil. Well, yeah, but he probably (laughs) talked just normal. Well, but in reality, he doesn't present himself as sinister. No, he he does not. He presents himself as very appealing and, you know, luscious and, you know. Well, when I was a kid. And I have been, been praying and, and the enemy started working on me as a little kid because I was always praying. 
And I remember hearing someone that said, you know, our voice, I hadn't been taught there was two voices, mm-hmm. you know, and I heard, um, you know, you shouldn't pray for yourself. That's, that's selfish. You wouldn't want to be selfish, do you? You wouldn't want that. So sweet and concerned. Yeah, it was a very concerned. You know, it was a very concerned voice, you know, because yeah. it knew I didn't want to be selfish. I didn't like selfishness. Of course not. So I quit praying for myself. Yeah. Because I didn't want to be selfish. Lord fixed that. Yes, he did. Yeah, he, he fixed that. Yeah, praise the Lord. But I'm just saying this. You're right. The enemy often sounds really great. But you know what? That sometimes was some... the enemy has great ideas, too. Oh, he does. Yeah. And, and that was, I remember, I didn't know you then, but I know you now. And that was a very hard, confusing lesson for you to learn yeah. that I, I really, a... I can't wait. I can't pray for myself. That's okay. Yeah. I'm supposed to. Because I was in elementary school when that happened. Yeah. And it wasn't until later on when I'm like. Well, this is dumb. Well, you know why? Because I had gotten in such bad situations. I had no choice but to cry out to the Lord for myself. But then I went to the flip side. I, when I got into a situation, when we talk about, um, I think there's, I forgot what page it is, but we're going to talk about being in, in order at work. Um, I started, I had a, uh, a situation with one of my supervisors and I kept praying for myself. And finally, the Lord's like, okay, this is when you actually pray for that person instead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean, Really? And when I started saying, oh, Lord, help me, Jesus, pretty much, that's when I started praying for that person. Yeah. And it made the difference. Mm -hmm. So there is, you know, so that's what I mean. Satan took a truth and made it into a lie. Sure did. You're not supposed to be selfish praying. All the time. So so ladies, watch for that because he's going to go after you. He's going to go through. And this is what I want to show you. He's going through Eve. He is not trying to get to Eve. He's trying to get to Adam. Right. And he's going to go through Eve to get to Adam. Because his actual goal is Adam. Because who did God tell this original rule to? Adam. Adam. Because if that's not true, because when he said, if you touch it, and we're about to read in in, in a minute, she touched it. Well, if it had been her, it would have been done right then and there. But God had said it to Adam. Mm -hmm. He had that responsibility. And that's what a lot of this is about order is who has which responsibility. Exactly. You know, that's what it that is such a fabulous way to put it. Who's got what responsibility? Who's got what job? Because you you know this from working and accounting. If you had 100 percent responsibility for everything, could you actually get your job done? No. No, you can't. So you can't be 100% on somebody because you couldn't get your job done. No. So that's why God said, hey, Adam, you need a helper. Because you know what? There's a lot of animals to name. Do you know they find still new species every day? Mm-hmm. Every you day. Know, they're like, oh, these are going extinct. Oh, but hey, we got a whole new thing we didn't know existed over here. Right. So, I mean, Adam was naming animals for a while. He was going to need some help. <laughs> right. I'm sure he's running out of names. Well, it's 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 tough, you know, hard work. He needed somebody to yeah. help him, you know, he was hungry. You're going to have need to have dinner and have someone to talk to. Yeah, yeah. and maybe they named like, animals together. I bet you they probably did. I would have got a lawn chair, you know, yeah. and my, you know, my my cuz they had juice, some good, you know, yeah, juice exactly. back then yeah. and you know, sat down and the animals. Yeah. Uh, I saw someone who wrote that they their their child called uh, rhinos um, unicorn warriors. <laughs> I thought that was great. That's like, you see, <laughs> that's hilarious. And someone come up, and, you know, well, that kind of makes you wonder. Well, yeah, well, you know, well, is that be, is that be. a unicorn? Well, it has one horn. Know. It's a possibility. Yeah, never can Think tell. About it, you know, I hey, know. Adam could have called him. Hey, look, unicorn. Yeah, Greg Burley guy. One horn. One corn. Mm-hmm. Yep. One, one horn. 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 Oh, God. Horn. What? Whatever. Yeah, we knew what you meant. Okay, so, so what we're seeing is that that 
we have our roles, we have our responsibilities, and and the enemy is going through Eve to get to Adam. And ladies, this is what I want to talk about because it's not just our husbands; he will go through us to get to others. And I and in, in the and the sad part is, your weaker Christians, enemy will use a weak Christian. Oh yeah, and go right through them to get to somebody else. And then he's there's all havoc and chaos, and it's the you know is the safe past marshmallow man and got your head across the streams. <laughs> I just think good movie. I don't know about being a good movie, but <laughs> oh, it was, it it's a up. classic. It is a classic. So he said though in verse four. Uh, nope, we are no. on verse six. Six. So when so we are in Genesis three verse six. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food. That it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took it of its fruit and ate. Now, so so basically, Satan told her, "Like, look, you can be like God." She's trying to take God's place. She wouldn't be wise. That's not good. She also gave to her husband with her, with her, and he ate. He didn't stop it. He didn't protect Eve. He should have taken that apple or whatever fruit it was. It never says it's an apple. Um, he should have taken that piece of fruit. Chunked the fruit at the serpent, oh, yeah, and then took his wife and said, "We gotta leave, honey, and ran. let's go." And we need to tell the Lord what we just did. Yep, and we need to run, and we need to run fast. Now, here's that's the other thing. Whose idea was it to sit beside the tree? You can't eat it, you can't have it. Don't touch it. But hey, why don't we sit beside it? That sounds like a great idea. Whose picnic idea was that one? Interesting. I never gave that any thought. The Lord just hit me with that. You'd be honest. Some people might be wondering, well, why'd the Lord put that tree in there in the first well, place? Well, that goes back to the free will. Mm-hmm. He did not force love. Veggie Tales does a great job of that. Is it Snoodles Tell? It's a great. Snoodles I recommend tell. Snoodles Tell. It makes me cry every time because he goes, forced love is no love at all. He wasn't going to force the love. I love Snoodles Tell. You love Veggie Tales. You're like a walking, I know. walking. What do you call that? Encyclopedia of, of Veggie Tales. Veggie Tales. Yeah, and the bad side is when my child outgrew it, I didn't. Right, kept going, I kept going. Still love it, but Snoodles Tales one of my favorites, and that's what he did. He said, and it's true. Force love is no love at all, and that's what God was saying. Is I'm not going to force it. I'm mm-hmm. not going to force this love, but somebody. I don't know if it was Adam and Eve made a decision to sit beside that tree. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to go back to when I was talking about temptation and accountability. You know, it wasn't about trust. It's about accountability. I was not going to throw my son into a temptation situation. I am not going to say, hey, mom, can I go to this party and go, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Right. No, no, no. That's been selfish on my part. No, who are you mm-hmm. going to be with? What type of party? Who's going to be there? Their parents going to be there? I don't even know these people. I'm not going to let you go. He one time wanted to hang out with his friend. I don't know what was going on. He wanted to hang out with some friends. And for some reason, I just felt it in the spirit. He was not to be with them. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have a reason to tell him no. And I don't know why I didn't think, say, look, God said no. I don't know what to tell you, but God said no. But instead, hey, son, why don't we go see a football game instead at the U of H? I get free tickets. Okay, mom. Joanna, I didn't know if there was a game that day or not. <laughs> I didn't even really look it up. We got in the car and we drove to a football game and it was cold. It was a cold November. Oh my goodness. Sure enough, there's a game. All right. Found out because he's less than 18. He got in free too. So we got got in free. Very cool. It was very cool. We had a great time. They were losing. We sat on the wrong side. We were on the visitor side, apparently. I didn't know. It was unplanned. It doesn't matter. Your son was safe. Yes. And he had a great time. We did leave a little early just as they scored a. Home run, uh, home run, home run, <laughs> one game, Anna yeah. scored a touchdown. Sport. And by the time we got home, found out they won the game. 
Oh, I was freezing to death and I wasn't going to freeze any longer to watch them lose. But no, apparently I had to leave, leave for them to win. That's OK. Yeah. That's but okay. anyway, so that was one of those things. I wasn't going to I wasn't going to go throw him into it. Now, why didn't I tell him? Look, I'm not, I don't know. We went and saw a football game and said, hey, it's my uh, one and only uh, college football game. It was great. You, <laughs> you know, so let me just throw this yeah. out there because I just asked the question, why didn't the Lord remove yeah. the tree? Or why did the Lord put the tree yeah. there? We have our own trees right uh, now. That's true. We the create Lord, our own. <laughs> yeah. The Lord doesn't remove sin from our life, but he always gives us a way out and to, um, you know, to flee from it, to yep. walk away from it, to not be around it. D- don't walk away from your mind. Uh, golly. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We do have our own trees that mm-hmm. we, and we ha- can choose to sit next to the tree. Right. Or we can choose to get far, far, far yes. away from the tree. Yes. And it is our choice. They made the choice to sit beside the tree. Yeah. Have a picnic. Flat out sin. Yes. Um, so, um, Gave it to her husband, and he ate. Seven. So Genesis 3, 7. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves covering. God made smart people. How would they know how to sew? Yeah. You know. So um, this is sin. Sin now just entered in. Verse 8. Things that make you go, hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. I just realized something. She never had a name until the, she doesn't have a name. She's just woman. That was her name, woman. I just realized that. Are you sure? Yep. He calls her Eve later. Yep. Yep. Huh. Yep. Down in the verse, we see where he actually gave her a, a, a new name. She wanted to be renamed from woman. See, this is the living word. You learn something. Yep. This is Genesis. How many times have you I read know, Genesis? Hundred. But think about it. So, because it talked about being one flesh. Well, now sin entered in. She's no longer woman of man. They mm. now have a separation between them. Ooh. Because what did Satan do? He wedged himself between yeah. them. Divided. It, he divided them and it worked. Dang near conquered. Yep. But the Lord, because the Lord makes the promises and That's had a plan. Right. That's the reason the enemy didn't get away with it, because yep. he had a plan. Yep. Could God have said, you know what? Psh, you're too screwed up. Let's try, let's try this again. Start from scratch. Because God already knew this was going to happen. Yeah. And he already had a plan. Yep. But the thing is, is this that now we're about to see that she even lost her identity, per se. Yeah. Because of this sin. So it said that... Um, all kinds them- of things happened exactly. to her because of this. They were both at fault. Exactly. And hid themselves from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. And the Lord called to Adam. He didn't ask for Eve, the wife. He asked for Adam and said to him, where are you? Okay, let's stop there. God did not ask Adam where he was because he didn't know. Right. He was making Adam accountable. Yep. It's yep. like sometimes we go to, we know what our kids have been doing, but we ask them, so what are you doing? Because we just want to kind of hear. As the crayon is in their hand and they're marking on the wall. What are you doing? Or you walk in and you see thread all over the place. Okay. But I did have to ask why. Okay. I had no idea. He was making a spider web. Of course. Naturally. Yeah. I totally see him doing that. Mm -hmm. Or the time I walked in the bedroom, there's stuffed animals on the blades of the fan. Trying to see which one flew best. Yep. I said, okay. That's cool. Turn it on. We saw it. I'm like, cool. Let's not do that again. Right. <laughs> Actually, if I'd been a really good mom, I would have said, told them to get their paper and pencils out and write it which one it was. <laughs> and did a few more experiments because it didn't actually tear up anything. Anyway. How funny. Yeah. Or 
the the best story I have is when I walked into the bathroom and he's painting his pinky uh, green, his pinky nail green. And why is that? You should have seen the look on his face. I'm like, what are you doing? I knew what he was doing. I saw him painting his nail green. My better question would have been, why are you doing it? Right. He, Mom, we went part of the green pinky club. Okay, son, what is the um, green pinky club? Oh. He was young. I'm like, what is the green pinky club? It's the Dallas Mavericks? I don't know. The Dallas whatever hockey team. I would not even they know. They had a green uniforms. And I'm like, what is that? He goes, the hockey team. And I'm like, okay. I'm okay, like, that's kind of cool. Okay, son, that's fine. If you're part of the green pinky club, just next time, will you please tell me in advance? Because, you know, it's kind of weird to walk in and watch your son painting his fingernail, okay? <laughs> just I'm His just finger saying. nail, not yeah, nails. One, yeah, one nail. And I'm like, mm-hmm. could you just kind of warn me next time? Right. Just tell me what you're going to do. Just a little heads up. Okay, I'm asking. Mom, okay. Not too much to ask. <laughs> He was like second grade. <laughs> oh my gosh, warm, that's so funny. He didn't understand why I had a panic look on my face. <laughs> yeah, I would have too. I mean, I would have done it too if I was a little girl. I would have done the same thing. I mean, right. like, what are you doing? That's fingernail polish. Do you not know how it gets everywhere? <laughs> anyway, if you're wondering why I had green nail polish, it's because I had bought it when Astro World was going out of business. And it was the Green Martian guy. Oh. It was a, it was a Green Martian. Um, and do you still have it? I should have kept it. You, oh, Anna. Hey, some of us do purge and throw things out. Oh my gosh, some that us- is a keeper, though. I know, okay, I should have. Shame okay, on you. sorry, shame on me. All right, so we're going to get back into it. So that's what I'm saying is God did not say where are you because He didn't know where He was. He knew exactly where He was. He was calling out His children. So He said, "I heard." So Adam, let's talk about Adam in verse ten. I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and hid myself. And He said. Again, the Lord knows the answer, but he's calling out his children to make them accountable for their actions. Because we're still accountable to this day for our actions. And he said, who, he, God, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded that you should not eat? Then the man said, the woman you gave me to be with me, she gave me of the tree and I ate. Wow. Let's just blame God. Isn't that what we do now? We blame God. Right? No. Oh, wow. Yeah. He just, you know, you gave no me No responsibility yeah. whatsoever. Nope. Way to go, Adam. No accountability. Uh, he didn't take uh, actions for his own. He didn't take responsibility for his own actions. Because no. again, we saw he was right there. Yep, he was right there. He And he did nothing about it. Not at all. And so, um, so he, Lord's like, Husband so, of the year award. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so he blamed Eve. So the Lord being the Lord says in verse 13, and the Lord God said to the woman, what is this you have done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. That's where we're talking about the deception. Paul was not saying that because woman, he didn't call Eve out. Eve called herself out. Yep. So when we go back to Paul, Paul is showing that we, Adam was first, Eve was deceived. There was an order. And, and Paul's trying to get us back in our order for protection. I mean, if we look at the rib, it being protective. Adam didn't protect her very well. Not at all. I'm going to say not at all. Yeah. But like I said, I don't know who was the one who decided to go sit beside the tree. There's a huge garden. Why did you have to sit there? And he turned around and threw her under yeah. the bus. Exactly. Threw her under the bus. And she's like, oh, it's the serpent. It's his fault. Again, she's not taking responsibility for her action. She should never have listened to the serpent. Yeah. Nobody's right. taking responsibility here. But how often do we listen to that serpent today? Oh, gosh. We listen way more than we yeah. should. And he's a crafty little thing. Yep. Not to give him power. Not to give him power. But we need to know who our enemy yep. is. We have to understand our enemy. But we have to know our God more. Amen. Because when we know our God more, we can stop the enemy. Right. Because he will tell us things. Like I just said, he will tell us truth 
and it is hard. And like I said, I have got to, and this is me <laughs> convicting myself. I have to quit looking for the lie mm-hmm. and just understand there's what the truth is. Right. And sometimes, you know what? And he might be actually telling you the truth because the person gave you a great reason to give truth. But you just have to remember, we have to remember, you know what? Our God's more powerful. It doesn't have to stay that way. Right. God Amen. can make anything change. Amen. Preach it, girl. Yeah. Well, the Bible's doing that for us. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is when God says, okay, guess what? This is what we're going to do. So in verse 14, uh, Genesis three fourteen. So the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle and more than every beast of the field. On your belly, you shall go and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. Some people believe that's a snake. I've heard it said could be an earthworm. That makes sense too. earthworms definitely eat dust. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I never gave that any My thought. dad was the first one who says, he goes, why do we always say it's a snake? How come it's not an earthworm? Because they eat dust. They certainly do. And I'm sitting there going, hey, that's a good point, dad. So do caterpillars. Caterpillars leave leaves. But okay. they're pretty sure dusty leaves. <laughs> and they're crawling on the ground. That's yep. what I'm just saying. They're oh, crawling on the ground. I don't know. Anyway, I guess he doesn't really dust. tell us. And you know what? I think the Lord doesn't tell us really what it is because we don't really need to know. That's it not the point. It does say serpent. Yeah. It started out as a serpent. He was a crafty serpent. And then he said um, he cursed him. That's true. We don't actually know what a serpent is because we don't have serpents. Well, I mean, today. we have things we call serpents, but I don't right. know. Mm-mm. We don't know yeah. if that's really what it was. True. You know, true fact. Adam was naming these guys. Just like we don't know what the fruit actually was. No, we don't. Um, that I one don't ad know was, who decided it was an apple, but uh, well, the Bible listen, never says. <laughs> no, but if you listen to that one ad, it was a pomegranate. Pom- oh. It's the ad, the pomegranate ad. I don't like the ad. I guess I don't know what ad you'll have. We'll have to go okay. YouTube it later. It's, okay. it's I don't like the ad. Anyway, um, verse at the, verse fifteen says, "And I will." And this is where we start seeing God's promises that He still to this day is kept keeping. And I shall put into me between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed, and that seed is capitalized. <gasps> he shall bruise your head. And you shall bruise his heel. That word his is capitalized. We are talking about Jesus. Amen. He had already, there was a plan already in place. Yep. It was not a surprise to God. God didn't ask those questions because he was surprised. And he was trying to figure out what to do. Prophesying yeah. right here. He's already saying, First look, prophecy. I knew you were going to do this and I'm going to take care of you already. Mm-hmm. I love you. This is God showing how much he loved you. I already Adam got a plan. I already got a plan for me. I knew you were going to screw up. Mm-hmm. I got a plan for you already. Guess what, ladies? God's looking at you going, I know you were going to screw up, but I got a plan for you anyway, because I love you and I don't want to leave you there, but I'm going to give you a choice. You can choose to sit beside that tree or you could stand up and walk away and let's go do something else. Ooh, preach it, girl. He gives it. He gives us that choice. Yes, he does. We have to make the choice. What are we going to do? And that's when he starts saying, and to the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception. In pain, you shall bring child, uh, bring forth children. Your desire shall be for your husband. He shall rule over you. All right, let's look at two of those. Yes. I want to say right here, mm-hmm. she probably didn't know what he was talking about yet because she hadn't had children. No, and I'm going to tell those. She didn't those, know there was another way. <laughs> no, and for those who never brought forth a child, 
we still didn't get out of the curse because we go through it every single month. I yeah. pointed it out to Porno one day. He's like, ah, ah, I don't want to hear it. I'm like, well, it's <laughs> He's true. got his fingers yeah. in his ears going, la, 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 la. I'm like, but the thing is, is just because you haven't brought forth a child, we go through pain every mm-hmm. single mm-hmm. month. We go through a reminder every single right. Ooh, month. Right. Oh, I like that. It is a reminder. It is. It's a reminder every single month. And it should remind us that that's what sin did. Yeah. And we, we can choose to sin and we can choose not to sin. Right. And that's yeah, what he we said. we get choices. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and it is true. Somebody at one time I'd heard them say that, you know, animals don't have pain when they have child. I actually got to watch a cow give birth. It was so quick and easy. I actually blinked and almost missed it. Are you serious? Yeah, I blinked it and there was this, this calf. I'm like, dude, I, all I did was blink. It was there. She was a good calfer and she didn't mind if you watched. And we just watched her all of a sudden. She's like, she'd walk around a little bit, sit down, walk around a little bit. And within 30 minutes, here's this calf. Huh. No pain. No nothing. It was done. I was wow. so jealous of that cow. Right? Her name was Friendly. Friendly. She, she was a very friendly cow. That's cute. Yeah. Um, and it says, now your desire shall be for your husband and he shall rule over you. Now, the first time I'm going to tell you what I heard one time. And the first time I heard of it, I thought, you're an idiot. But then I heard somebody else say it. And I'm like, oh, maybe you're not. I feel bad now for thinking that person was an idiot. That is actually saying not your desire shall be for your husband. Is actually saying you will want to take your husband's place. But if you see the comma, he says, and he shall rule over you. He's showing that there is going to be this constant fight for power. Because if you look at it, that's kind of what she was doing. She grabbed the apple to be wise. Mm -hmm. That's what she said. Yep. And so there's going to be a power struggle. So God's saying, look, there's going to be a power struggle now. God didn't cause that power struggle. We caused that power struggle. Yep. And so the wife is still going to have a power struggle with her husband. And the thing is, is that's when we understand our order. The sooner we understand our order and we get in order, the less the enemy can work with. Right. It's the last so thing, harmonious. He has his own tools. Why give him tools? Right. We give him tools all the time. And I don't understand yes. why we hand him tools to use on us. That's true. He already shows up with his own tool bag and we fill it up even yeah. more. Yeah. It's the right roadrunner and coyote. The coyote sets up a trap with some tools and the coyote gets, you know, smashed with his own trap. The roadrunner didn't need any tools. He brought his own. Exactly. You know, so quit giving the enemy power. So, so the sooner we learn this, the better it is. So in uh, Genesis three seventeen, then to Adam, he said, because you have heeded the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you saying, you shall not eat it. Cursed is the ground for your sake and toil. You shall eat of all of it all, all the days of your life. Have you ever heard of that joke? But, you know, here, here, you know, no, you know, what? that's not the right one. I was thinking of something else about getting to hunt and fish all day. Adam, eat. Adam didn't have to work up until this point. He and his wife just hung out all day. Yeah. In the garden. By a tree they weren't supposed to be by. Yeah. He didn't have to work, but because of... Naming animals. Yep. But because... Drinking fruit juice. mm, Or eating fruit juice. I don't think they had cups yet. (laughs) The Lord might have given them a cup. You don't know. Uh, Hey, I don't know. They they figured out how to sew fig leaves together. Right? With what? Right? We don't know. We weren't there. Mm Mm-mm. Well, thank God they knew to use fig leaves and not like poison ivy. I'm just saying. Sorry, I'm chuckling. Okay, sorry. Sorry. Those are the things I think about. It's like, hey, that's pretty good that they knew to use the fig leaves. And the figs, you can see the figs tree and leaves and all that all through the Bible. So I know there was a significance of him using a fig tree. Because later we see the fig tree generation and Mm -hmm. and how it represents Israel. And so we can see the beginning of God's plans by clothing them with a fig leaf. Um, But... Um, but still, it's a good thing that the Lord knew when he was, you know, the Lord knows what he's doing. And he said, um, so uh, before this, 
Adam didn't have to work. Now in verse 18, you know, Genesis 3:18, it says, both thorns and thistles shall be forth to you and you shall eat the herbs of the field. So not only do you have to work for it, you have to work hard for it and it ain't going to be easy either. You're going to have to get rid of the thorns and thistles. 19, in the sweat of your face, you shall eat bread till you return to the ground for out of it, you were taken for dust. You are and to dust you shall return, meaning now there's death. There wasn't death before mm-hmm. then. Now there's death. So now, now we have all this bad stuff happening. The wages of sin is death. death. But the Proof gift, right eternal here. life is the gift of Christ Jesus, our Lord. Yep. Yep. That's what he said. He is, we deserve death. And in verse 20, it says, and Adam called his wife's name Eve. This is when she got her name Eve because she was the mother mm-hmm. of all the living. So, you know, and in this typical, the Jewish um, changed her names like um, Naomi changed her name to Mara because right. of her situation changed. Well, Eve's situation just changed. She went mm-hmm. from being one flesh of his bone to now the mother of all living. She's about to give birth. She's never had been pregnant before. Mm-mm. She's about to be pregnant. She's Ooh. never gone through this, which means super fun. Well, and I was, I was sitting here thinking, you know, when people talk about the chicken and the egg, well, God made, cre- he created aged things. Mm-hmm. So apparently she's, she's at the age where she can have a children. Apparently he didn't have to have to talk with them because they figure it out, you know, clearly, clearly they're about to figure it out. So, um, and Adam knew what was about to come because he said, well, she's because she's the mother of all living. So his, his last naming was his wife, Eve, because everything changed. Genesis three twenty one. Also for Adam and his wife, the Lord made tunics of skin and clothed them. And I am going to talk about that because where did he get the skin? How did he know how to make the skin? Oh, uh, God did it. It said that also for Adam and his wife, the Lord God made tunics of skin and clothed them. But how did he make those skin? Where did the skin come from? Where did it, Anna? Animals. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. That means God had to take and kill an animal to clothe them. Yes, he did. They didn't have to do that before. Nope. They lived all in peace and harmony. You could walk up to a water buffalo and go, hey, how's it going? Yep. Totally naked. Who knows? Maybe they talked. Yeah. You know, right? That's true. We don't know. You know, hey, you know, hey, critter out there on the uh, ground that has a lot of legs. How are you doing today? The serpent talked. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. They, it didn't shock them. Exactly. So it could be that it all animals talked. literally had a conversation yeah. with them. Yeah. It was like the guy with the donkey. He had the conversation. And I always thought to myself, you know, like, did, did you skip that section about how he freaked out because the donkey suddenly talked? Or were y'all kind of pretty cool at that by that? Yeah. <laughs> or did your parents talk about it? You know, Adam and Eve used to talk to yeah. animals. <laughs> you know. Hey, I, st- I talk to animals. I don't know if they know what I'm saying, but I talk to them. Stevie made me quit because I was at the zoo. Apparently, he walked off. He oh, like, my gosh. That's so funny. Yeah. He, he didn't. Mom, stop. Total, total embarrassment. I did, but I, the animals kind of it's, talk. It's to, our, well, the animals tilt their heads and look at you. It's our God-given right to embarrass our children. I wasn't trying to embarrass them. I was just talking to the critter. <laughs> they were looking at me. I was supposed to do. <laughs> me ignore it? I'm Not so at rude. All. I was yeah. looking at me. I didn't talk to it. Absolutely. So, um, so God had, so if that's a messy, have you ever like take a skin off an animal? I would read first friend, friend um, game. That's a negative. Okay. I've never done it. I've never hunted, but I like reading first friend, fish fur and game. It's a great magazine. Yes, you do. You have an I entire do. stack. I have a stack. They give it proof. to me. Yeah. Uncle, uh, Uncle John gets through it. Then I get to read it. But, and I've, it's, 
um, briefly read some of the stuff where they would talk about how to skin an animal. And it's, it's pretty gross. Oh, I imagine. You I've know? seen it on and TV. And if you're going to skin the animal, you might as well eat it too. So oh, now yeah. you have to. You can't just like take the skin off and throw the carcass away. That's like rude. What if they're um, skinning a skunk? Are they going to eat that too, Anna? I have never heard of anybody actually doing it. And I'm pretty sure that's why God gives dietary laws later on. Ugh. I'm pretty Ugh. sure skunks them. Oh, you I'm know what? Gagging. I don't know there's skunks over there. We just found out from some friends of ours who live in another country. They don't know what a possum is. They've never had yeah. a possum. They're like, is huh. that a big mouse? We're like, possum. We didn't know they didn't have possums over there. So I'm not sure if they had skunks over there or not. I don't know. Never can tell. They had something. Yeah. But anyway, they had a, something that they could make. That means they probably ate it too. Because why let it go to waste? You know, it's bloody, it's messy, it's gross, all because of sin. Yeah. Oh, it gets better. Not in this section, but the Bible gets better on that. Um, So then verse 22, so Genesis 3, 22. Then the Lord God said, behold, the man has become like one of us to know good and evil. And now least he put out of his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. And that us is capitalized because of the Trinity. Yes. This is where we start really, we actually see it in Genesis 1, 1. It talks about Elohim and mm-hmm. it's God in three persons, God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy spirit. So if anybody's reading their Bible and they're like, whoa, that's what that's talking about. And he's saying, no, we're not, you're not going to live forever. Uh, that's why in verse 23, it says, therefore, the Lord God sent him out of the garden of Eden to the ground to till the ground from which he was taken. So he drove out the man and he placed cherubim at the east of the garden of Eden and a flaming sword. Now, which turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. That was it. He was saying, I'm sorry, God, you, yep. you, you sin. You got to go. Game over. Lord ain't playing around. No, nope. I'm not going to kill you. Yeah. I'm going to give you a way to live. Mm-hmm. I'm even going to defeat death later. He, that's what he was talking about. That first promise. I'm going to defeat death. Mm-hmm. He said, but, but we got to deal with the sin. It's just like you always say, and we said it in the last podcast with Rahab, is you can choose your sin. You cannot choose your consequences. Correct. You cannot. And the consequences, and that's what Ray and I were talking about because um, of the sermon today. I felt bad for those women who got, you know, they couldn't have intimacy with their husband anymore. Although it was a little weird because he had a lot of wives and concubines. But they had to be placed separately. And I'm like, man, that that's terrible. But we often forget that our sin it doesn't affect just us. It affects everybody. Yes. And our sp- sins can spill out. And we can hope yes. for the best that if we catch it in time that the Lord will do some cleanup for us. Mm-hmm. But sometimes he has to let it go because that's the only way we're going to learn. We'll learn. Yep. And that's why I was saying is, look how, how the enemy went through Eve to get to Adam. And he thought he was successful. Yeah. Now we have a war. There's a song by Petra called uh, This Means War. This is where that war started. This means war. Now we got. Now it's on. Game on. Exactly. Bring it. And so that's why we, we see this often. Um, he's going to go. The enemy will go through a husband, a child, a family, anyone. I mean, think about it. He convinced Sarah. He told Sarah, hey, you're not going to have a child. So you need to give your handmaiden to your husband to marry and have a child through her. After God said, no, look, Sarah, you're going to have this child. I know you're older. I know you think you can't, but you're going to have this child. But what did Abraham do? As objective as he was. I'm just kidding. He wasn't objective at all. What did Abraham do? He got her pregnant. Yeah. He, he said, okay, took her as a wife. He well, didn't protect, you say so. He should have protected Sarah and said, yeah. honey, no. God told us that you're going to give this baby. Mm-hmm. I know the idea of being in your 80s, having a baby is probably pretty scary. Mm-hmm. You know, but this is what God said. We're going to wait for him. He said he would give you a child through you. 
that's what we're going to wait for. But he didn't. No. Nope. Now we still have that Jacob and Esau war because we got yep. two splits. Yep. Because God said, no, I said it's going to be through this. Right. And we also, now we also saw where it tried to get Again, in. the mm-hmm. husband didn't protect. His, his wife. And the wife went all willy-nilly on yep. her own. Yep. No, did later that she get, did she do something right? Yes, because she's mentioned in the book of Hebrews. Define willy-nilly. Hey. hey Sorry. God. I ain't looking that up. I would not look that up. I'd be afraid. Don't do it. Yeah. I mean, so now what's interesting is enemy tried to go through Mrs. Job. I don't know that woman's name. They never gave his name. He tried to go through her. He said, so she finally did it. She's looked at Job and said, hey, just curse God and die. Yep. And he said, no, woman, I'm not. Right. He protected her. He was harsh, but he protected her. And guess what? They got everything back. They got to have 10 more children. Totally blessed. Yep. And the three da- and the daughters that they had, the three daughters they had were the most beautiful ever. He, I remember this coworker saying something about it. And I said something about, you know, Mrs. Joe. He goes, wait, he didn't get another wife? I always thought he gave, got a new wife. I'm like, no, the Bible doesn't mention same him. Same wife. Getting, it's the same woman. She he, never died. No. He protected her by saying, no, woman, I'm not going to do that. Yep. You know, I'm, I'm not saying that Job didn't later on say, I wish I'd, if you're going to do this to me, Lord, why'd you even have me born? Right. You know, oh, um, he, it was a rough time for him. Yeah, it was no a very rough that. time. Very rough time for her, too. Yeah. But the of thing course. Is, is, he tried to go through her, and the husband said, No. And that's the thing it should be yeah. is the husband, if, for married women. Mm-hmm. Now, for women who might have their dads around, your dads have a good responsibility. My dad was very protective yeah. of me when, I, when my ex husband decided he didn't want to be married anymore, and I went home. I was under my dad's authority. Mm-hmm. He said, Don't date anybody. Is it make sure you're not dating anybody until you're you're completely divorced? And not like that was actually a problem. <laughs> it's not like anybody was, even, even after I got divorced, it wasn't like it was going to be a problem. <laughs> so, but he, he protected me. Mm-hmm. And I would, go, I fell under my parents' rules. You know, I would, at a home, if, if I did go out, which was rarely, and if I did, was out with, with, with my brother and his wife, until I met Ray. Right. You know, and even when I went out with Ray, a lot of times Steve would go with us, but right. sometimes Steve would be so cute. Don't you want to go by yourself? Go. Go be by yourself. He needed a break. He needed a break. <laughs> and so, you know, we would be respectful. What time do I need to be home? Right. You know, yeah, I was grown, but I fell in that order. Mm-hmm. Why? It was a happier, it was a more harmonious. Now, I had mood swings and I was very moody and, and I, I needed to change my diet and didn't know it. And so I would have, you know, spurts of just, you know, meltdowns. But my parents would just, you know, give me my space. Let me have right. my meltdown. You know, grown woman having a meltdown, but you know, sometimes I did, and they'd give me my space and let me have my meltdown. Did they still love me? Yeah. They give up on me? No. They. I mean, I couldn't tell you how many times they probably right thinking, but I'd help cook, I'd help clean. Yeah. We had a, we we did our functions. Why? Because God had an order. And we already talked about Esther and Abigail doing their part. Yeah. Thank you for letting us share our tools to become the women God created us to be. If we encourage you today, visit us at moderndayabigails.com. Remember, you are loved, cherished, and prayed over.